Radio Primavera Sound, powered by SEAT. Welcome once again to the Weekly Review Daily Edition, the most daily weekly show there is out there. It is Friday once again, uh, and I hopefully hopefully you're feeling pretty sort of uh, approaching the weekend-ish. Uh, I know it's the morning, um, but you can just, just feel those wine bottles being uncorked. Uh, you can feel the uh, tapas being uh, gently prepared. You can feel the, the nightclub floors being gently swept um, and other such things that kind of basically spell uh, the weekend. Today on The Daily Review, we're going to have some special guests. We've got Danny Avila, who is a massive, uh, massive DJ and producer uh, from Spain. He's going to be coming to talking uh, us about main stage techno ahead of his Barcelona gig. So I've, I've kind of prepared a lot of songs, some of which are quite are quite um, techno-ish for you. But this one isn't. This is um, new from Katie Big. I believe the album is out today. Uh, this is Open Wound. Give myself a curfew, but still my eyes stay wide away past To smoke something had me overthinking even more. I opened all the windows, hoping the night out might clear my thoughts. Lost counting in my pillow, knowing I will never get who I want. So I'm close 
Far too long without KTB, uh, and that was Open Wound uh, featuring Jazz Karras, and it's from her new EP, which is released today, it's called Peace and Offerings, um, and uh, apparently it's more to do with you know uh, having a nice night in at home with your friends um, rather than the sort of usual clubbing that uh, she used to uh, she used to be kind of. Say spokeswoman for no, that's a terrible thing to say, but she definitely used to do some brilliant songs that were about going out clubbing, uh, lights out, for example. Um, this is apparently open wood is from the peace side of the project, it's kind of ne- neo soul. Um, and what a lovely, lovely song that is! It's a pretty big day actually for new albums being released. Um, Ed Sheeran has got a new one coming out, and well, quite frankly, you don't get all that much bigger um, than new things coming from Ed Sheeran. But if you want an alternative, Go for Katie B. She's absolutely lovely. Also uh, being released, re-released, not sure how you want to see it today, uh, is ASAP Rocky's uh, very first mixtape, Live Love uh, ASAP, which hasn't been on streaming platforms and is now um, going on them. He, he famously uh, released it as a free download in October uh, 2011. Um, and uh, not soon before that, not soon after, I'm not quite sure, he signed, apparently signed a $3 million deal with RCA Records, um, and he became absolutely massive. I think, and this is probably me being a pain in the ass, but I think I sat uh, long... Live, love ASAP, excuse me. It's still probably my favourite thing that he's done. Um, But... Don't know why, just today I fancy listening to something else. This is another of my very favourite tracks uh, of his. This is LSD. Day, I think about it with a close off. I'm riding around with my system pumping LSD. I look for ways to say I love you, but I ain't in making love songs. Baby, I'm just rapping to this LSD She ain't a stranger to the city life I introduced 
loving the pretty lies LSD I get a feeling it's a trip and Sam Rocky with uh, LSD, Love Sex Dreams, um, apparently. Although, if you've seen the uh, rather psychedelic video, you might conclude he had something else in his mind. Anyway, his debut uh, mixtape uh, is now available again on streaming platforms. Um, I always think of those things, like, well, if you wanted to listen to it, like, wouldn't you just got hold of it? I'm sure you could still find it in, in these times, particularly as he gave it away as a free download. Um, but apparently not. I guess it's not sort of front of mind. Um Anyway, also with a new album out today is uh, none other than Tori Amos. And I've got to say, Sergi played this on the radio the other day. Uh, and it quite took me aback with, with how good it is. Um, it's a lovely song. This is Spies.
Tori Amos with Spies, um, and that is from her 16th studio album. Did you know the the thing? He, the her most previous release before that was uh, a Christmas-themed EP called Christmas Tide, which she brought out last year, um, December last year. I love Christmas albums and I love Christmas songs, um, so I'm very much on board with all of that. Uh, right, so on Wednesday's, on Tuesday's show, excuse me, um, I played uh, Kate NV remixed by PTU. If anyone's sleepy, there's a new sort of Kate NV remix package, uh, which has one remix by Jesse Lanz and one by, by PTU. Um, and I thought it's an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous song. And then I remembered, hang on, I've got another recent uh, Russian artist remixed by PTU, who themselves are Russian, in fact, uh, which is possibly equally brilliant. Um, so let's play it. Uh, this is Nina Kravitz Skyscrapers the PTU remix. Stay, 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 stay. 
<laughs> Nina Kravitz, Skyscrapers, the PTU remix. Uh, and if I'm sort of vaguely laughing at that, it's because um, it's quite nuts. But I know there's other even stranger remixes uh, from PTU on that package that I thoroughly uh, suggest you get involved with. This one called, I think, the Drunk Accordion remix, which is a work of... Uh, of weird and wonderful uh, wonder. Anyway, you can check it out yourself. And I think that's a, that's such a lovely room. It's kind of PCU, almost what you expect of them. Lots of weird noises doing lots of kind of different things. Anyway, as I mentioned at the start of the show, uh, Danny Avila came in. Uh, is coming in to do uh, an interview uh, talking about uh, his new uh, main stage techno concept. He's got a, a gig in Barcelona this weekend. Um, and just before we speak to him, I wanted to play a song that for me, I think, I don't know if it's main stage techno, possibly not, but it's a kind of, it's a big, big techno song that you think anyone could listen to on any stage ever. It's an absolute classic. Um, and after this, we'll speak to Danny. This is the Aztec Mystic with Jaguar. Thank you. 
Radio Primavera Sound, powered by Seat. Welcome to Radio Primavera Sound, um, and we are extending a very warm welcome uh, to the man whose song we were just listening to, Danny Avila. How are you doing? Hey, 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 perfect. We've also got Mike from Prophecy. Hello. Hot new techno duo earning all kinds of acclaim. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been working for two years now, this this new sound, this techno sound, after having a, uh, an, another project but now we're we're in, in this new in this new sound and albert who's also involved in 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 
the the show, the visuals, the production. Yeah, good to see you, Ben. Um, yeah, we're taking to take it a step forward. So, Danny, you 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 are here uh, in Barcelona this week, correct? What what's the plan? What are you doing when you're here? Well, I'm playing a show at Opium uh, this Saturday, which is very exciting because it's the first time where I'm bringing the new sound that I've been de developing for the past two years, which is main stage techno. It's uh, the one that you're hearing at the moment. Um, so yeah, this is uh, it's gonna be a, an interesting uh, show for sure. What is main stage techno? Obvious question. Well, main stage techno, it's not just the sound, but it's something that I've been working on for the past year. It's a way to kind of like put together uh, in a way, two different worlds, which is a bit more like the main stage slash, not mainstream, I want to call it, but like the, the, the main stage kind of thing, um, which is really involved in big festi festivals like Tomorrowland or Ultra or, or things like that. But I also wanted to incorporate it in a way that it feels much, much more underground in a way, which means that those two worlds, I think they've never met before. And I kind of find a way to put it together in a way that feels natural and real and I just do it in my own way, kind of, you know. So I've been producing a lot of tracks in that direction. I've been really trying to find ways to put it together perfectly and uh, it just feels right to me, you know. You said main stage, not mainstream. What's what's the difference, like, if you're... If you're well, I think, um, you know, the music that you hear at the main stage, m most of the time is very mainstream, you know, it's, it's, it tends to be more commercial in a way, for the, for the most part. Of course, there's really amazing underground festivals around the world, but most of the shows I play, the main stage is it's full of more mainstream artists in a way. And I wanted to create something a little bit more unique and different, which is bringing the underground feel to the main stage, you know, to really um, give the people that experience of hearing new sounds and Things that normally you have to go to a small club or like to the second stage, which is a techno stage. But now you can listen to it at the main stage, of course, with all their amazing underground artists. But I just try to put put the different pieces together in, in that way, you know. So I've seen uh, you had debuted it a few weeks ago. I've seen a video, I believe it's from Romania. Is that right? Yeah, correct. That was the first proper big uh, live show that we did. All right, tell, tell, tell us about the video, because it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, uh, it's pretty much the whole set recorded. Uh, we did uh, some nice post-production on the video, which looks very nice and very, very, you know, very, very cool, I think. And, um, you know, it was the first time that I could see the reaction on people's faces, you know, because I presented this at Tomorrowland, but it was a virtual festival. So I couldn't see the reactions on, on, on the crowd, you know, and then I did a few clap shows, but I wanted to see the reactions of the people playing for thousands and thousands of people. So I think this one really, you can really re uh, see, you know, and you can really tell, um, you know, you can judge properly when you play in front of a proper crowd, you know what I mean? And what about the, the, the visual element? I mean, maybe there's something to, to ask you and something to ask Albert as well. Like, what describe the visual part of this. Well, the visual part of the show, it's uh, extremely important for main stage techno because it's not just the music, but it's a whole experience. You know, when you are on the dance floor and you look into the stage, you're not just hearing the music, but it's combined 100% with the visual show, which is prepared with the whole team in advance, like a really work, a, a, a big amount of work is it's been done before. So it's, it's a lot of different aspects that puts together the whole concept of main stage techno. It's not just the music. When... I thought about this when I, when, I, when, I, when I saw the concept. I wondered immediately, was this like a reaction to the pandemic? You know, because seeing, seeing that video in Romania, almost the first thing I thought was like, oh my God, it's nice to see all those people together again. Like, 
as a DJ that you played regularly for for years and years and years and years and made music, how did you feel about the pandemic? How did it affect you? For me, it was probably in a way the best thing that could have happened because when you're on the road so much and you're traveling nonstop, you don't really have time to think about stuff. So coming down and stop and stopping the touring for a little bit got me thinking a lot, you know. I got to a point where I wanted to do new things, I wanted to create new stuff, I wanted to reinvent myself, and I wanted to do new things that I couldn't do if I would if we would not be in the pandemic uh, status because I would be touring so much. So I was thinking a lot. I was really coming back to my roots when I started DJing like 11 years ago. And I wanted to do something new, you know, something that really felt right to me, incorporating uh, stuff and, 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 and getting elements from, from like the music I used to play back in the days, which, which was more underground, you know, a little bit deeper and take that and make it my own after 10 years of experience, you know, which I think uh, that is really important, you know, like the experience I got from the past 10 years of touring in this industry got me to the point where I am today where I can define stuff in the way I really wanted to to be you know so basically you were able to sit back and conceptualize something rather than you know five gigs a week it's like right I can actually think about what I want to do correct 100 percent you know that it's it's like I said before it's when you're touring you're always tired in a way it's very fun to be on the road but it's also very exhausting and um and I could have not done this project if if I didn't stop touring you know so um, it was it was a positive thing. Of course, there was a lot of, I think, um, uh, stressful moments and all the artists missed touring so much. And it was indeed a very difficult moment for all the artists. But on the other side, it puts you in a situation where you can create more things, which is very important. And how do you feel? I mean, what, what's like now clubbing has reopened largely not not entirely but most places um like in spain it, it reopened a couple of weeks ago like uk yeah. has been a, f- a few months how does it feel is it is it like what was that first show back after the pandemic like was it just amazing was it it was great you know the thing is i think all the artists miss the energy of the crowd when you spend so much time without playing live shows it, you you like you miss something in your life you know which is the energy of the crowd and i think um all the artists can can say the same thing so the first show after a while was in taiwan i did a big tour there uh some months ago and then i presented the main stage techno concept at tomorrowland and after that i played a big show in in prague um, so it was great to come back, you know, and play all those records I've been working on for a long time. So um, it just felt it felt really good. Okay, we have got. I'm very pleased to say some exclusive music. Um, we're going to play the baddest, right? Yes, sir. Before we listen to it, tell us about it very, very briefly. What did you want to do with the baddest? The baddest was one of the first main stage techno records I made, and I think you can tell that it's still a bit of a transition because. I finished about 20 tracks and, and, and if you listen to the whole process of the creation of, of, of all the records, you see that it's definitely a transition between what I used to do in the past and what I'm doing now. So I think the baddest is still one of those songs that feels like a transition, but eventually I'm going even more, even darker and a little bit more in the, in the pure techno direction. So this is like a mix of elements, but still, you know, there's a lot of more stuff to come, but I'm really proud of this track. Let's have a listen. Let's go. Who the baddest? Who the baddest? I am the king and this is my palace. Grab me a bottle of oxygen, vanish. Come to the land of wonder, like Alice. Who the baddest? Who the baddest? Don't know when I'm on the mic, it's a madness. Put up, put up, put my hood up
over to the land of wonder like I just go Everybody knows on the back yeah, yeah. Everybody knows, everybody knows uh. Everybody knows, everybody knows yeah. Everybody knows, everybody knows Cause everybody knows on the back <laughs> Everybody knows, everybody knows uh. Everybody knows, everybody knows yeah. Everybody knows, everybody knows Cause 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 everybody knows, everybody knows Baddest, which is an exclusive. Have you been playing that at gigs, Dan? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, but it's not been heard on the radio, right? Never on the radio before. Okay. We. Do you know what? I actually made us, not a button, a little sample that said exclusive because uh, I, I, I love just hitting that exclusive Perfect. button. But, Sounds uh, amazing. I don't have it to hand. So we're just going to have to, you know, take it um, on, on, on belief that, that that is an exclusive. It is, it is. So we were just saying, like, this Barcelona gig is going to be your first um, Spanish gig um, as the new main stage techno uh, concept, what are, what are sort of Spanish crowds like compared to compared to the rest of the world? Do you DJ all over the place? Well, I think the Spanish crowd is is I mean it's incredible. You know, I've had um, some really amazing shows here in in my country in Spain, and uh, and I really hope that you know we're able to do that very soon again. Um, I think going to different countries really gives you like a very nice perspective of the difference of the crowds, you know, and really, and I think the, the, the interesting thing about being a DJ that you really adapt yourself depending on where you go. And that's something that I, I truly do. Like I think about where I'm going, I change my, my track list and the tracks I want to play. And I kind of, you know, of course, keeping my sound and my identity, but I try to also please a little bit the crowd with certain tracks and, and incorporating certain things, you know, so. I mean, I'm I'm really happy to be back home in a way, and uh, just you know, play a, a great show. So um, I'm very excited. Well, again, we were talking about this this off mic. Like, what I can I can barely imagine what, what is life like for a sort of touring DJ at your level. 
I mean, it must be incredible, an incredible thing, but incredibly frantic. A lot of work. What's it? What's it like? You know, when I started um, DJing when I was very young, like 16, I thought it was quite easy just being a DJ and building a whole career around it. And I thought I was it was just going to be like an easy thing. And after 10 years building my career, my name, my profile and everything, I mean, I can tell you that it's not it's not just about playing records or making a song. It's about building a whole structure around it, building a team, being on top of the team, being on top of the game and really building something that you want to transmit to the people, you know, and, and every record has to be worked on a, on a professional level, marketing and, and promotion. And, and the same goes to like shows and, and all the content you got to do. And, you know, so it's kind of like a company in a way, you know, you have to define it and work it in, in the same way. So um, it's a lot of work indeed. Which I think is like one of the reasons why main stage techno is a really interesting concept because it's like it's almost like your own your own thing your own brand. If it is is that kind of important in what you do? I think um, it is very important. You know, to have something to to offer, and um, you know, I, it's something that I didn't have for the past ten years. You know, of my career, I was playing shows, I was playing my own music, I was producing a lot of music, but I wanted to have my own thing. So when I would go on stage, I would just play my own records nonstop and just kind of like, okay, this is me. There might be people that like it, that love it and don't like it, but it's 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 me, you know, to a hundred percent extent. So um, I was very proud to 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 get to this point, you know. I want to ask, like Mike. So uh, you're from Prophecy, as yeah. I said. Um, yeah, yeah. What's your what's your your role in 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 this this new well, music? Uh, this new. I met Danny like five years ago more or less I think so um, after we, we moved to Madrid like three two years and a half ago and we moved to Danny's house and we started like working together and and taking everything we've made to to a next level so after this whole pandemic situation um, we, we had a lot of time to, to think, you know, and and we, we get to that point that we we saw we saw it very clear. We saw it very clear and, and we decided uh, even me and or Sergio, who's not here today, but we, we saw it very clear and, and we we've been working like hand to hand with Danny. Obviously, it's his own brand, but what we like to to get that that point extra push yeah, yeah extra course. push and and you know yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the point i mean for me you know when i started this project it was all about uh, increasing and, and and having like a, a a bigger team with more people to think about stuff so i i got together with the guys with the prophecy guys and some other really amazing and talented people and we started working on 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 things together and i think it's very important to to get together with more people so you can Kind of like improve the, the the quality of whatever you're working on, and I think Sergio and Mike from Prophecy are, are helping me a lot, you know, to to move forward with this project as well as Albert, who's here today, and uh, you know, I think we are having a, a lot of great projects at the moment, and um, I think the team is is ready to go, you know. Yes, <laughs> and you, yes, indeed, you've been getting um, Prophecy have been getting support as well from uh, Richie Horton, Tiesto, Claude Van Stroke, Diplo. So it's it's, it's yeah a few as well. Yeah, 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 a few support on on our tracks. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was uh, hard because as I said before, um, we we had another project, but we moved to this Prophecy new project, which is more underground, more techno, more melodic techno, and and after. 10 or 12 years like of experience in, in this industry, uh, we've never seen uh, this kind of support in, in our old project. So we, we had this early support in, in the first uh, steps of our new project, which was amazing. So yeah, what can I say? <laughs>
And Albert, briefly tell us what what, what do you what, what's your role in the project? Um, you know, Danny called me a few months ago mm-hmm. to show me his new stuff, and he was like, "Come to Madrid. I want to show you some songs, and I want to tell you about some things that I've been thinking of." And the first time I heard the Men Stage Techno songs, my jaw dropped into the floor, and. Danny told me about his idea of developing this new project into a new level, not just about music, but about other stuff. Of course, you may think about the visuals that are on the festival, which of course are gonna, uh, we are going to take into a whole new level. But we want to expand that uh, a step further, you know. We want to maybe experiment with new scenography and maybe clothing and maybe sculpture and virtual reality, maybe. I don't know, but... Um, it used to be Danny's project used to be a music project, uh, and now I'm. I can say that it's going to be a music-centered project, but there's going to be a, a lot of other art involved in the process, and that's that's what we're doing now. Danny, I want to ask. So, what do you think of of things like you know virtual festivals, VR, AR? I mean. Obviously, well, for me, they're not really substitute for, for, for being there. But then, you know, I'm old and maybe my, my ideas are past. What do you think? I mean, how how important do you think these kind of things can be? Like, how, what was it like playing a virtual festival? You mean at Tomorrowland, for instance? or, or? Tomorrowland, for example, but also then generally the idea of, you know, things you could do with VR, like having all loads of people mm-hmm. virtually together or... I mean, I think it's interesting to always, you know, um, create new things and new concepts. And as long as you can give content to the people and to your audience, I think that's always interesting, you know, because I think as musicians and and artists, I think it's important to keep feeding the crowd. Doesn't matter if it's live concerts or live streams or anything that you can do to really keep building your brand. I think it's, it's super, super important, you know. And I wanted to ask as well, um, so the first song we listened to, Mother and Father, um, I, I was looking at Buku, who's the, the collaborator, a Mongolian throat singer, right? Correct. And the funniest very story. T- tell us, tell us. So, um, you know, we were in my, at my place in Madrid and uh, we were just watching videos. We like to, to, to get ideas from random videos or, or tracks or anything that can inspire you. And we were watching this video from X Factor Thailand. <laughs> really, X Factor <laughs> yeah, 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 Thailand. Yeah. It was, I think, at 11 p.m. and uh, we were just, you know, finishing dinner and... Uh, and Mike was like, you know what, Danny, you have to take this song and do something with it. And then Sergio was like, no, but it's impossible because the tempo is so weird. And I'm like, no, I mean, I can do it. And I went to the studio right away at, at midnight. He did it. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I sampled the vocal and I warped it so it was on tempo. And I was like, okay, I'm, and then we got to make something out, out of this. And I started working on it. And then my team hit up uh, Buku on, on Instagram or, or their agency. And then they called me saying, no, we're able to, to release the song with them. I was like, damn, because I, w- I, I wasn't planning on finishing the song to, to, to release it. I just wanted to play it live. I, I love the vocals. I was like, I'm going to make something for my shows. But then we were able to release it. And I was like, you know, this is fantastic. So I was very proud of that one. So what was the tempo? Was something totally non 4 4 something totally? The tempo was, how do you call it in English when it's on, on third instead of four beats? It's like thir- three beat. Three, so four? Three, three, four. It's it's like a completely different tempo. So it's not four on the floor, but it's like three. So it's very, very strange. <laughs> three on the floor. Yeah, kind of, kind of. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, right? Um, but um, but then I worked it and I changed a lot of things on the structure, and then I was able to put it on the project and create something from scratch. So um, and you know, and then mother and father was born. Talking of guests, um, 
how did you end up working with Machine Gun Kelly and the Vamps? <laughs> what was the, the big names? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it was a, it was an absolute pleasure to work with with them. You know, I think uh, they're amazing artists. Basically, I uh, about four or five years ago, I signed a contract with Sony Music uh, International. And, um, and we were talking about ideas and people that I wanted to collaborate with and uh, I made a rough demo like some piano, some chords and, and they sent it to certain artists and then they, they called me uh, a couple of weeks uh, later and they said that they got Machine Gun Kelly on board. Actually the Vamps uh, first and then we got the verse from Machine Gun Kelly. And um, it took a while to finish the song, about a year and a half to really get it done but um, it's one of my favorite uh, songs that I've released for sure. How did you feel when you got, you know, you got that email or that call or whatever it was? Like, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly is up for it. How did you feel? It felt, it felt surreal, first of all, because I knew his music before, and um, it's always, it's always exciting when things like this happen. You know, when you get to collaborate with people that that you, you know, you you really respect, and I think that's, it's, I mean, the whole art of making music, it's 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 all about that. Like, you know, getting to situations like this. So I was very, very happy when. I got the call and actually Machine and Kelly messaged me on Instagram and gave me his number. We started talking. He's like, come to the US, I shoot the video and everything. Um, and then but we couldn't do it because we were touring and all that. But uh, but it was very cool. I was going to say, have you met? Or was it all... We haven't met. I, I met the Vams in Madrid because they played a show and I came to say hi and to meet the guys because I never met them before. We made the song uh, online, you know, through the through the label and messaging with them. Uh, but I, I never met uh, Machine Gun, no. So you, you've worked with a uh, Mongolian throat singer, um, Machine Gun Kelly. I mean, you've worked with loads of people. But what about a dream collaboration? Just put it out there. A dream collaboration? Well, now that I'm taking... I'm, I'm just doing my, mu- my new project right now, which is Main Stage Techno. So I'm just focusing on the new project. I would think about someone that could fit in the new project, you know? Because, of course, I love pop music. I love um, R&B and hip-hop and, and urban stuff. But right now, as I'm focus- focusing on the new stuff... I would say someone in the direction of like ASAP Rocky, for instance, because I think his his voice and his stuff is really cool and could actually fit into a new idea, which could be something more underground for some reason. I think a lot of artists that are doing that at the moment. They're like ba- breaking rules and, you know, doing things like that. So I would say ASAP Rocky, for instance. Is he? I think he's into electronic music, isn't he? I think he is for sure. I yeah. think he's done. I'm, I'm not sure. But I think he's done a couple of interesting things in the electronic world. There's an amazing remix of one of his tunes uh, called the tune's called Goldie, and they remixed it in this old school jungle style. And I absolutely love it. I can't remember who did it, but it's fabulous. If you haven't heard it, then I'll then check. I'll check. I it thoroughly for sure, recommend 100%. it. Sorry, I had, I had to get that in. I want to write a couple of last questions. Firstly. Um, you invited Mike into your house. Uh, what's he like as a house guest? Say it again, say it again. <laughs> you invited Mike to stay at your house. What is he like as a house guest? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's funny because I've... I've I, I mean, when you live with, with friends or people, like, you argue once in a while, right? I mean, of, co- of I, course, yeah. I guess it's quite normal, <laughs> even with with your girlfriend or whatever. But uh, with Sergio and Mike, we haven't argued one single time in two years. We're on the same boat. We are doing the same thing. So it's just kind of like it's impossible to argue. So I have nothing to say about him right now. I don't know in one or two years, <laughs> you know, but right, but right now, no no complaints so far. And you were all together for the pandemic as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that's the... Crazy the, times. That's the test. If you've done that... The, that's the a test. I agree. No, well, actually, I suppose the next thing is touring and being hung over on, on a plane. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not so easy. Not at all. That's actually the worst, too. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play out with um, a prophecy track. Thank you. 
um, is Mangara. Who wants to introduce it? I think the man himself should do it, Mike. Well, so Mangara out this Friday. Uh, we made this track like um, four or five months ago. Uh, we really like this one because it has this vocal, which is pretty unique and, and also so beautiful with with the verse and, and everything it has. And I love and it. I love also this record. with the power of the drop. Thanks for your support, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you guys like it and enjoy it as much as we do. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> Can I say thank you so much for coming in? It's been an thank absolute you. pleasure. Thank um, you. Thanks and very much. Thanks, thanks for having us. Very well. Thank you. Thank thanks you very much, friend. See you soon. Thank you.